What do you do to de-stress? We asked you that question a little bit earlier. Uh, one of the uh, answers I got is send the children to their grandparents, okay? We've got some gardeners as well. We'll share their views as well. We'll do that a little bit later. But it's 22 minutes past three. Let's take a closer look at what the budget speech revealed. John Perlman on 702. 3 to 6 p.m. Presenter of the Money Show, Bruce Whit- Whitfield. Bruce, do you do you perhaps know offhand how many budgets you've covered? I have not bothered to count. I was counting the number of words, however, that finance ministers have expended in delivering budgets over the last yes. fifteen years or so. Um, this is the fourth shortest budget ever. Um, 24 words more than last year. Shortest budget ever was in 2021, and there were less than 4,000 words. The longest ever was Pravin Gordon in 2011, with nearly 10,000. 10,000? 10, um, so yes, wow. Sort of <laughs> nearly 10,000 Was that inflation, or was there stuff that, that, that I, we needed to hear? You know what hear? it is? I I mean, it's quite an interesting trend because budgets since COVID have been considerably shorter. Tito Boweni started the, the trend and Ino Korongwana has continued it. And I suppose when you have no good news to sell, <laughs> you're going to speak less. And so you're going to limit the number of words that you use. There's none of the expansive language, the flowery language, yes. the big promises that you can make. And therefore, you're spelling out the bare essentials of a budget that is in trouble. Tell us, what what are the key things that were said or the key numbers that were confirmed that tell you that we're in trouble? And, and, and what is the nature of the trouble? I don't know if you've ever been in a position where you've gone and dipped into your life savings because you've got no income. And that's precisely what South right. Africa is doing. Um, it is something that sort of came to the fore toward the end of last year. Lots of uh, pressure on the Reserve Bank to open the piggy bank and to release the foreign reserves. What's it called? The Golden Foreign Exchange Contingency Reserve, which has grown from 1.8 billion rand in 2006 to 500 billion rand. It's not all brilliant management. A lot of that is due to the depreciation in the currency over time, of course. But yes, uh, the Reserve Bank is exceptionally well managed. Uh, Now, this is a piggy bank into which government is going to be dipping over the next three years, and they're going to be taking 150 billion rand out of it. The trouble with the dipping into savings is it can become quite addictive. And although uh, the, the finance minister was saying that there are budget cuts of 80 billion in this particular budget they're also extending um, public service wages this time last year they tried to pretend the public servants would work for less Uh, public servants of course objected to it Um, so this year they have budgeted for increases for government departments and for civil servants um, and and all of the regular stuff Um, so no sooner are we dipping into the national reserves of course to reduce the national debt level then we're going to be spending even more money than before even though this is is a budget that claims to cut costs. Um, certainly, we look at the issues that were highlighted by many commentators before the budget. And I must admit, this year, for the first time, I lost my nerve. Usually, I take a look at these, uh, these budget forecasts and I go, nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Yes. Um, you're simply looking for attention. Go away. Stop bothering me. This year, I was thinking, hold on a second. I don't see how that you can slice and dice this particular cake um, with a blunt knife. And when the cake is that much smaller than it used to be, and I was worried that there would be some sort of tax increases, as the finance minister suggested might happen in the medium-term budget policy statement. As it turns out, there are no personal tax increases at all, other than you're not going to get your um, your, your your tax bracket 
creep that you usually get at this right. time of the year. Um, so it does that's effectively a tax increase in line with inflation, um, and so that's effectively a five percent tax increase. But it's not it's in nominal terms, not real terms, of course. Um, government debt is still a huge problem. The budget deficit is a problem. Our debt servicing costs are a huge problem. Twenty percent of all revenue going to service debt. Just to give you a perspective on that, that is as much as government is going to be spending on social grants, on health and on policing this year. All, all combined. Um, uh, all combined, right. all combined, right? Um, and debt servicing costs. So this is the the billion rand a day, effectively, that we pay in interest each and every single day that doesn't get spent on uh, growth generating opportunities. And we're not growing. I mean, the finance minister pointing out that the US led global growth rate around three point two percent. South Africa coming in uh, at zero point six percent last year, which was lower than had been hoped this time last year. And we're projecting one point six percent by twenty twenty six. We always over unfortunately, and under-deliver. Um, there's no plan for how we're going to get to that growth of 1.6% other than perhaps having a bit of extra electricity. But South Africans are waiting for the evidence of that to materialise as well. Um, tax take, uh, SARS collected 56 billion rand less in tax this year um, as a result of just a tough economy and uh, people losing jobs and that, uh, that sort of thing. Corporate taxes have dropped. There is a new uh, tax that is being introduced from a multinational perspective, so South African multinationals can no longer simply shift their profits offshore with their gay abandoned to areas where there are low or no taxes. Right. They are going to have to pay 15% of what they earn here, regardless of, of where that uh, revenue comes from. So that's a big change. It's only going to get an extra 8 billion rand into the fiscus. So it's a small every, change for a small benefit, but every billion helps. I was going to say, know, yeah, every, every little bit <laughs> helps. I, I picked up on something that I think talks to a larger issue, Bruce, and I want you thoughts on this because part of government's problem of course is whether uh, it has enough money but invariably yep. the the conversation does turn to the way in which that money is spent and i noticed that somewhere midway through the speech the minister is again saying government despite buying things in huge quantities which ought to get you some sort of competitive price it's exactly the opposite and this problem of procurement remains where it was it seems to me three four five budget speeches back across a number oh. of ministers it, it i mean the numbers he's citing uh, they're buying uh, printed toners for twice market price. Yeah. It, it, do we know what, what that kind of inability to procure efficiently actually is doing to these huge numbers that you're talking about? Surely it's playing its part. No, absolutely. There's no question about it. I mean, this is the vast corruption of the state or within the state and people who um, join the civil service and run businesses on the side. And we've been constantly told that this is going to change and this is going to be clamped down on. But there just isn't the capacity, the desire, the will or the interest in actually taking control of this because this is the feeding frenzy in which many people in government are engaged and it's a tough political problem. It's a completely logical thing to you and me to clamp down on excessive spending. I mean, that's, that's a basic thing that you would do in the private sector. Government, however, uh, is less focused on that. And you would hope that the, 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 the finance minister, as effectively the finance director of the country, could say to a government department, look, you guys still continue to procure yes. this sort of rates. I'm cutting your budget by that amount and I'm going to cut your budget every year until you get your spending under control. And, and force directors general and deputy directors general and the, the plethora of officials in these departments to go and do their jobs, which is to manage 
because they're not managing and they're not managing properly. Bruce Whitfield, thank you very much. Bruce, back with us uh, just before 4.30 with the very latest from the markets. Back again after the market close and crucially back between 6 and 8 with the take that he has in much more detail plus the opinions of his guests. Uh, the best review of the budget speech you'll find on The Money Show on 7.02 between 6 and 8. It's half past 3.